Welcome to My Heart Songs, podcast number 157. Coronavirus Flame Out. I love this recent piece from The New Yorker by Ethan Cooperberg, which I will now gladly reproduce. Quote, Symptoms of the new variant may include dry cough, wet cough, the perfect cough, not too dry, not too wet, no cough. Any symptoms you typically have when you are dehydrated or on your period, didn't get a perfect night's sleep, or are more than 30 years old. Sore throat. Throat is not that sore, just a little disappointed. Scratchy throat, but the kind that's sexy. Hunger and or loss of appetite. Watery eyes, and you haven't recently listened to the original Broadway cast recording of Sunday in the Park with George. Clear eyes, coupled with a full heart and inability to lose. Feeling generally pretty good. Tiredness due to thinking about COVID-19. Anxiety about catching COVID-19. Exhaustion from panicking about COVID-19. Foot asleep. When you rub your eyes and it just makes them feel scratchier, but you simply cannot stop rubbing. Inflamed ego. The feeling that your body just misses her touch. That's all. Sweating the small stuff, sweaty palms, weak knees, heavy arms, nervous, but on the surface calm and ready. Instagram ads are all for COVID-19 insomnia. Insomnia, 2002, Christopher Nolan. The feeling that you've just got to dance, sneezing, and no one nearby saying, bless you. Excessive and or painful winking. Child recently wrote COVID-19 on the mirror backward. Death other flu-like symptoms, (laughs) close quote, just marvelously creative, and the piece captures some of the universal angst circulating through society as fast as Omicron. By the way, there is now a baby brother Omicron mutation, BA.2, first ID'd end of December, and apparently slowly taking over in Denmark, Sweden, and India, and now present in more than 40 countries. A bit more infectious, but unknown if causes more severe illness, not yet labeled of concern. With so much of the world unvaccinated and many with compromised immune systems, mutations will continue to flourish and try to outpace their earlier relatives. BA.3 mutation has also been identified by World Health. Stay tuned. Who knows what form the next viral tsunami will take. With Omicron being as infectious as it is, hospitals in many countries remain understaffed, so many children continue to suffer from reinstated remote learning, and global mobility remains much reduced. Forget that tropical cruise, beach vacation, or visiting friends and relatives across the country. Even my small social encounters are getting canceled because people are being extra cautious and the current COVID symptoms are so nonspecific as humorously portrayed in that opening piece. I can't hold in my mind and heart for too long the unimaginable challenges of being a refugee or displaced person at this time. Even with only a small percentage of infected people needing hospitalization, so many compromised bodies add up to a full court press on medical systems and my compassion-fatigued colleagues who are quitting in droves. Who knows how many people will develop long-term disabilities? More so all of this for the unvaccinated, including most children worldwide. As we hopefully morph from pandemic to endemic over the spring, from looming cosmic dread to tulips once again poking up their little heads in the garden, with all the hope of renewal and new beginnings, the morbidity and mortality risk equation will shift 
but certainly far from zero, how to live with the virus and minimize its harm. Endemic flu still kills 45,000 a year in this country alone, and TB and malaria, endemic in many regions, each kill at least 1.5 million worldwide. So endemic does not equate with we are finally safe. During the pandemic, the percentage of adults with signs of anxiety or depression has grown threefold, from about 10% to 30%. Neuroscientists have coined a term called the predictive brain. The brain senses various physiological changes and decides which emotion to conjure up. In this scientific worldview, an emotion is an interpretation of what's going on both inside the body, the fight-or-flight adrenaline rush, and the outside of the body, the sight of a bear looming on the trail in front of you. Basically, the brain mines past memories so it can order the present and initiate some survival action for the immediate future as the present slides into it. The more we can maintain optimal physical health, we decrease the unpleasant signals sent to the brain and thereby increase our chances of positive emotions being generated. By practicing, yes, actually practicing particular emotions, we can rewire our brain with new connections that make it easier for one to automatically cultivate these emotions in the future. Think muscle memory for our emotional body. That is good news that the family tree of positive emotions might regularly bear fruit in the form of love, contentment, gratitude, and awe, if properly cultivated, especially by attending to small moments of delight. Positive emotions make one feel good in part because they shift the focus from me and my problems onto others and the joys that close relationships can offer. And clearly, a wonder a day keeps the miasma away. It calms the body, widens the perspective, opens the heart, spiritually connects me with the great mystery, the cosmic sigh, the beneficent wave of universal life. Going to the beach or the woods always does this for me. I do admit that despite paying attention, good self-care for the most part, getting fully vaxxed, being supportive of friends and family, and getting outside regularly for a dose of wonder and awe, This particular patch of oceanic borrowed stardust that I inhabit is indeed discouraged. Especially this past week, with a dear men's group buddy re-hospitalized with complications, learning that another close acquaintance has rapidly descended into Alzheimer oblivion, and yet another beloved close friend, such a vital and vigorous good man, died suddenly while recovering from COVID. The Sufi mystic Luan Von Lee reminds us, the world is not a problem to be solved. It is a living being to which we belong. The world is part of our own self, and we are a part of its suffering wholeness. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.